everybody. Welcome back to Sam and Lauren with the podcast. Happy 2020. 2020. New year, new us. <laughs> new decade, new us. Oh, that's true. It's the roaring 20s. It's it happening. A, oh, man. Well, we need Prohibition and flapper dresses. <laughs> you know, at this point, I wouldn't be that surprised if it happened. Oh, well, there's that. Getting dark that fast. Anyway, on an up note. <laughs> I think the funny, or, so I was listening to this guy, and he's called The Angry Therapist, and he does a podcast. And he's like, think of 2020 not just as kind of a a fresh start, but think of it as like an act break. So in between acts, because it's a new decade, and it's like a refresh time. That makes sense. Yeah, he's kind of he's an interesting guy to look to listen to. He's got a really cool sense of the world. Huh? Yeah. I listened to a podcast about a guy who used to work at a funeral home. Similar. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we have. People in our in our world that work at funeral homes. This is true, and listening to his stories makes me go like, "Whoa!" For them, mm-hmm. it's. I don't. I know I could never be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do this either. I've always kind of wondered about it, but I don't. After listening, I don't think I could do that either. I it's mean, a great podcast, though. If I when well, next time I listen to it, I'll write down the name so we can. Okay. Shout out. Okay. Um, so we are coming at you after holidays and after birthdays. So we, we are survived. we are both sitting here with three O yeah. above our heads. We're at level thirties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made it this far. We made it this far. I sound like a sixty-year-old pack-a-day smoker because I caught a cold when we were in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Rather, when we were leaving Michigan. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. It was uh, worse. It was worse. Yeah. How were your holidays overall, though? Great. They were really good. They were really good. Good. There was no intense run-ins with my mother, which is great, other than the one right before we left for Michigan, which wasn't even that bad. Dad kind of put the kibosh on that one, which was good. Um, Going up to Michigan was great to hang out with Dre's family for Christmas. That Mm -hmm. was a lot, a lot of fun. We went to Meijer. Fucking love Meijer, man. I wish they were here. Yeah. Why don't we have those here? I don't know why we don't have those There's here. There's so much stuff there. It's everything. It's a Walmart, but not as scary. Correct. In higher quality, it feels like. Yes. And their clothes are actually pretty nice. So I, I when I visited Sue's before we went to Mexico, like, we got some workout gear from Meijer. I still have it. It's yeah. it's good stuff. It's nice. Yes. <sighs> Missed opportunities, man. We need we need one of those. Come on, Meyer. Come to Nebraska. Yeah. We'll buy all the things. We'll welcome you with open arms. Yes. We hate Walmart and Targets. Not that expensive, but sometimes I just I buy too much and stuff. Like on there. five things, and all of them are twenty bucks a piece. No. So it's all like their a, stuff is great. Kind of. How about your Christmas? It was and very. Holidays, I should say. Very chill. It's kind of a weird like work situation because you were on for a couple of days you had a holiday in the middle of the week and then you're off a couple of days and then another it holiday wonderful. it was kind of one of those like i couldn't get anything done though yeah. at work which it's kind of a weird time of year to try to get things done but the stuff that uh you've kind of left uh-huh. because no one else is in the office and bothering you uh-huh. <laughs> so you can kind of get them done i put together furniture for a full week yeah because we're renovating the lab guy. yep we have a new guy in the lab it's really exciting i'm an assistant quality manager it's been great he's doing really well it's decided okay so lauren <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> done we're not talking about that anymore 
we have terrible segues. Yeah, if you've do. listened to any of the podcasts at this point out there in the world, uh, you know that. Yeah. Laura and I were talking about how we were going to take the podcast into 2020. Um, really we'll s- switch it up a little. Switch it up a little bit. Uh, so if you remember, 2019, we kind of had some lists and some goals that we were going to check in on. We definitely made it more of a conversation podcast than kind of strict sticking to the how are we doing on our lists. Mm -hmm. We actually ended up just listening back to the first episode to even remember what was on the list for 2019. I feel like we were nervous and angry. Fair. I I feel like 2019 was longer than a year. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that completely. For some reason, last year just felt like it was... It took forever. Yeah, it was its own... Man... Um, the thousand lives in 2019. It was intense and weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think, you know, moving forward, we're going to have a kind of a different setup as we look at the structure of the podcast. We'll try to be more regular. Obviously, life events happen. So I can't really guarantee we'll have a an upload schedule every week, but we're going to try to get together more often. I think every other week is very... I think every other week is is doable. Uh Uh-huh. Every week, I think, is not doable. Yeah, no. That'd be rough. So, I guess when we listen back to this next January, (laughs) about the promises we make, and we'll be like, (laughs) oh, you liars. You, you lie. (laughs) You lie like a rug. (laughs) But, so there will be a a slight change to kind of how we think about things. We're going to get into some deeper topics. I feel like we kept it pretty shallow. In 2019, we deep-dived a couple of times, but it wasn't yeah. ever intentionally. That's so. true. We kind of just tangents like We just were, got there sometimes. Tangents were the theme of 2019 for us. Yeah. So we'll try to have better themes when we when we talk through on what we're, what we're doing for the week. Um, so with 2019 in mind, Laura and I looked back at the lists that we had made for each other in 2019 for our first podcast... And we thought we would give a quick update as to how it went. Um, keep in mind, you know, some of these things happen naturally throughout the year. Some of them were yeah. unintentional because we kind of forgot about what was on the list. I would never forget. It's okay. Every time. It's okay. <laughs> and then I think next time we get together, we're going to have lists for 2020. Mm-hmm. I've written mine. So. I have not. It's okay. I've got some, like, ballpark things in my head for what I want to do in general, but I guess... I, I'm really bad about, like, making lists and goals and things like that, but it's kind of just stuff that I have bouncing around in my brain space. <clears throat> That's okay. The brain space. What's going on with your lively over there? I keep looking at the corner of my eye. Um, it's not happy. I can tell. I don't know how to make it happy, so we'll have to have some plant therapy when we get done here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go. I had... <clears throat> If you remember back to the first podcast, if you listen to it, if not, whatever, we're going to talk about it anyway. It's going to get better this year, so if you don't listen to we the sound year, very, okay. very nervous. Very nervous. As we listen back today. However, Oof. dick whistle is a thing. Yeah, that was that was part of it. And something about being in the shower and being terrified. I don't completely understand what was going on there. Yep. All right. So the items I had on my list for 2019... Um, was to do a better job of taking care of my mental health. So at that point last year, I had not found a therapist here in Omaha. I've since done that. I actually did group therapy, which, who buddy, group therapy for grief. That is not a fun time, but very, very cathartic. So if you are hesitant to do that, 
make sure you have a therapist that you trust and uh, if you jive with the group go ahead and dive in I recommend it Um, I was supposed to make a budget I didn't I don't know that I will I just don't care that much (laughs) it is what it is man I just don't give a shit about it (laughs) I know I should as a like a good adult I just man shoulds woulds coulds I know don't should yourself to death yeah yeah should have done that should have done that well oh well we all survived it so yep uh and then i my third one was traveling just for myself i did not get to do a huge amount of solo travel in 2019 i did a fair amount um but always want to do more travel because i really enjoy it it's just sometimes hard to balance work travel personal life Mm -hmm. personal travel and then laura's two for me were making stuff um, and having like an Etsy shop for it. So I've made progress on that. I've gotten a business name in mind and I've created a couple logos. So we're making progress on that. We'll see what 2020 brings. In a lot of ways, I, I've been hesitant because I didn't really want to know. I didn't know if I wanted to make my my creative outlet a hustle. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. When I was talking to my sister about it, she's like, but you make so much stuff, you're going to drown in it if you don't figure out how to get rid of it. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. She's like, when you were turning out like 20 pieces of pottery every month, you were drowning in it. <laughs> so that, that was her, her point behind it. Which is kind of funny, if you, if you think about it. I wonder if there's any... Have you ever talked about it with your... Sorry, a tiny bit of a tangent. It'll be fast, I promise. Um... I wonder if there's any kind of correlation between, or if, I don't know if you thought about it before or not, <clears throat> between when you were living up there and, like... I was bored. Yeah, that's how I was there's wondering if there's, like, correlations between that. Because here it's, like, there's so much more mm-hmm. stimulus and stuff all over the place and things to do, and you're working a lot. It's not that you weren't working a lot up there, too. I was but, not working as much up there. Yeah, you're working a lot more here. Mm-hmm. I didn't have as much to do. It's... it's So I, I would spend two or three hours a weekend at mm-hmm. the studio because that's what I wanted to do with my time mm-hmm. but that also meant I can throw a pot in like four minutes so fair point that's a lot um, and the last one that was on both Laura and my list was figuring out what I wanted to do with renovations for the house um, I've done quite a few already but I had some unexpected costs so I replaced the water heater the air conditioning unit and the furnace all last year, which were all unexpected things. It's real, good that they're done. Real kick in the teeth. But <clears throat> it just makes it so it's a little bit harder to plan a big, big renovation when I had those come on to my non-budgeting self. <laughs> you did some stuff out front, though, with the little retaining wall and cutting those bushes. Or No, they cut the bushes down. Right. It does look very nice with those bushes cut down. I want them gone, gone, but they're his. So, but he doesn't want them either, so we can tour it on them. Okay. Sidebar. We'll we'll get back on track, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of um, smaller things this year that were just that I could do. So, but there's a couple of things I want to fix this year, but we'll probably put off renovations for another year, just to make sure that I can shift stuff around because mm-hmm. I shouldn't have good progress made on most of the stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right, Laura, what did you have last year? Okay, so I did not quite nail this first one. I had $1,000 in my greenhouse sales between, like, um, plants in the spring, stuff in the summer, and then towards the fall as well, and that could have been produce and things like that as well. 
I would not say that I had, I probably got about halfway there, I think, when adding up some of the random stuff that I sold through Jen and stuff that I sold to a few outside people as well. Because I did have that, that day that we had the sale, I had like $300 worth of sale. So that was pretty That's good. good. Mm -hmm. um, but the other, I guess the other point to that was we moved in the middle of <clears throat> summer. Yep. So all of my progress in the garden was for naught, and I kind of gave up on a little bit, mainly because I was in a weird, like, I don't know, I think I was a little bit depressed about leaving the place, and I was, like, kind of sad. Yeah, all the just, effort that you put in. Yeah, and it kind of felt like, why why am I doing this? I mean, it was good because the girl coming into the house really loved everything that was going on back out there, but that was four years worth of a lot of hard work to put that together, and... It's how I felt when I left North Dakota because like the you amount of hours of that I put that. into that yard and now like starting over here is uh -huh. kind of why I had such a struggle getting going last year because I'm like I don't want to again. Yeah, it's understandable. That's kind of been my <clears> concern <throat> with putting stuff in at the new place because I'm like not that I want to move in like five years or something like that, but there's always the part of me that's kind of like well what if something what if circumstances change? What if Dre gets a better job somewhere? What if I get a better job somewhere? Am I putting all this work into this place only to have very little output? Payback. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also a lot of fun. Except for mm, the wind last night blew the first piece of plant panel out that I put in. Oops. Well, anyway, I digress. Um, oh, so I did do this one, kind of. Pay off credit card and or new computer. So I did pay off a credit card. It was with some of the money that we got from selling the house or it was with the money that the referral money that Dre's grandma got from our yeah. realtor. Yep. So that was really nice to get my, that one credit card paid off. I still have another one. Oh, debt is something we should talk about. We should add that to the list and like be okay. terrified of it. Um, I do have <coughs> that actually would be a, a goal that I have <coughs> coming for this year is to really work on my big credit card and get it torn down my fears lie in the wedding coming up this year and having the money for that too though so I kind of am acknowledging that this might be a year where you just maintain yeah yeah we'll see what happens with that um get a tattoo I'm woot, up woot. to two of them now Ugh. technically one and a half yeah well I mean because I get it finished in February how far down your arm is it going? I'm going to do a full sleeve by the I end know. of it. But to this February will be just to do the fi the finish work and gotcha. shading and stuff on this piece. Um, and I'm that's another thing. that I'm, I have a bunch of things scheduled right now to do my full arm by summer. I'm thinking about canceling them because I just don't know, like... Cost-wise, yeah. Yeah, if it makes a lot of sense. Unless I just cancel a few of them in between and stretch it out a little bit wider so that way it's a little bit less of a... Yeah. Yeah. That might be what I do. But you also wanted to have it done before the wedding. I do. I really <clears throat> I really do want to have it done before the wedding. So I think it's important you're just not in an in-between stage on a section. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if... So right now, he hasn't finished the shading. Mm -hmm. So I think as long as you're not on an in-between where he hasn't finished the yeah. shading on a section... That's a very good point. So you just have to make sure if you're going to keep moving on it, you don't like mm -hmm. have your timing so one of your sections not quite done. 
Which I feel like it's a very doable goal because he's got the main set. I've got it down to here right now. So really all that's left is from just above my elbow down. And that, in the grand scheme, isn't that much skin compared to like what I've already had done. Because this one is like this whole section. Like, it's a big, it's a chunk. <laughs> it's a big tattoo, Laura. It's a chunk. I fucking love it. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm so glad. Like, I was so nervous and I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad. I should have done this a long time. It's good that I didn't do it a long time ago because I would have had... Other things. Or a shoe on me or something stupid. Something that I would have regretted. <laughs> but flowers, I will never regret. <laughs> or skulls. Um, okay, Sam's goals for me. Um, Can you not decipher my notes? No, I remember what they are. So, okay. um, to, do more, to do more design work and more pop um, planter design work and things like that for restaurants and such which I technically did not though I do have two more planters that I'm doing but it's for the same guy which you know I'll take it like it's two yeah. different areas so that's pretty cool um did I do you ever make your business cards though no that was actually something Dre and I had just talked about a few weeks back with me making a business card and maybe dropping it off to different places in Benson that have planters out front well, you probably actually, you need to leave your card with the restaurant owner so he can pass it on. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I also need to get better about um, scheduling when I'm going to do his plants to have yeah. them done. Because, yeah, that was rough this year, trying to get everything figured out. Um, and then the last one is therapy and health. And therapy, yes. Kind of not exactly on my own part. That was Dre wanting to set us up for couples therapy before getting married, which I'm glad that we did because the lady we've been meeting with is specializes in um, PTSD for um, any kind of sexual violence. So that ended up being a really good, I don't know if fine is the right word. Fit. Yeah, a really good fit. She's yeah. very nice and she's older She's considerably older, but she's very, very kind and very, very um, easy to talk to. Yeah. So now I have my own separate appointments with her to talk about things. And she said, and the, the cool thing, like, my fear was that it, the main reason I'd never gone, there's two main reasons I'd never gone. One was money, and two was just being scared of it. Yeah. And so... For Dre, with his health insurance, it costs very little for us to go as a couple, which is wonderful. So for me to go alone, my health insurance doesn't cover it, but she's going to just use Dre's so I don't have to worry well, about I mean, it as, as much. Soon as, as soon as you're officially married, you and Dre can have insurance yeah. together. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we'll have to. I can't have marketplace insurance then. Correct. I have to switch yeah. over. Which is okay, because his health insurance is much better than mine. Mm -hmm. So... It'll probably cost less in the long run. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing that's that's going on that's pretty good. Yeah. I think, um, so when I first sought out a therapist in North Dakota, like, the one that I landed on um, was significantly older than I had expected <clears throat> to, like, mm -hmm. feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. But she was. She was so kind, and she... And I, I know that's kind of what therapy is supposed to be, if you have a good one, but <clears throat> it was... It made it a lot easier to talk to her about things that were really hard. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know, because she's probably, she's probably older than my mom, but just, it just felt comforting to be able to talk to her. And mm-hmm. now I've got one that's probably maybe 15 years older than us and still very relevant to kind of the age that we are. Uh-huh. So I, t- I hear you. Like, sometimes you don't expect somebody that much older than you to be able to relate, but they've already gone through it. That's true. She's experienced a lot and Mm -hmm. seen a lot, and it's very... I don't know if comforting is the right word, but it just... Yeah. I don't know, to hear somebody tell you things that you've either been thinking or that you didn't know, and so you don't feel as bad about... Because, like, a person's always going to tear themselves up for whatever happened in your past. Like, you just... That's yeah. Just, yeah. That's human nature. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're from the Midwest. <laughs> she also... I, God bless Dre. I love him completely. But he has been through a lot of therapy in his life, and he understands the therapy because mm-hmm. of it. And he... And I'm, I'm thankful for this because I've gotten better with my feelings and around him and things like that. But he does have a habit of trying to fix me. Yeah. And I hadn't completely realized that's what it was until she said something when we were in a couple therapy session once where she was like, she, she said something along the lines of, do you feel like a failure when you can't, like... Emote like Dre does. Yeah, and very much so. <coughs> very much so. Yeah. So, I think it's, I'm really, I... I think that it's a good fit then. I, and I can't fully just I haven't told her yet how appreciative I am that she's willing to use Dre's insurance for me so that way it doesn't cost an obscene amount of money and I shouldn't say obscene amount of money because it's like she she is deserving of the money that she's making mm-hmm. like she went to school she's is what her career is yeah but for me like having to spend that much money every two weeks or so is it's not something yeah, yeah not something I could ever even consider doing yeah <sighs> I'm glad that you found her. Mm-hmm. Me too. It'll be good. I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to get through something, you just got to go through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think, so, think about goals, and the next time we talk, we'll talk about 2020 goals. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not goals is the right word, but definitely not resolutions. I don't like the word resolution. No, yeah, not maybe a fan of that. intentions, intentions for 2020. Goals work okay. Yeah, we can say goals. I think call it like. So my goals are. I don't know if I want to call them specifically year specific kind of things. That's the other thing of it. This is kind of like the being scared of being thirty thing. That we're gonna talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's just I don't know. Like it's nice to have a goal for the year, but it's. In my mind, it's nice to have it be a, a plan. Like, if it's something that means that much to you that you want to make it a year, a goal for the year, to me, it makes sense to have that be just a plan for your life in general and you just keep building on it. I agree. I think what a lot of things that, that I look back on, like, there are some years I feel like I didn't make any progress for, like, myself as a human. And not that you're on the world to be productive and you shouldn't be measured by your worth or you shouldn't measure your worth based on your productivity, but, Mm -hmm. like, becoming a better human. Yeah. That's a very good point. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Laura kind of segued us into our next topic. We are 30. (laughs) Officially. Uh, 
And I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, our thoughts and our feelings around that. Because I think we have different takes on it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. too. I think when whenever I have, like, pictured my life and where I would be at 30, I don't know that I had a clear idea. Like, I didn't have, like, a white picket fence in my head with mm-hmm. kids and a husband. But I don't know necessarily that it would be where I'm at currently. And not that I don't like and love the life that I'm living right now. It's just that that piece of, like, letting go expectations mm-hmm. has been harder for me around this birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, just, it also kind of feels weird in my head of, hey, I'm 30. I don't know why. That, I, will, I will agree with you on that. Like, it does feel weird to say that I am 30 now. But mainly because I don't feel it. I don't feel like I'm... I don't know. I guess in my head growing up, like, I always thought, like, people who were in their 20s and 30s were, like, older, you know, and you'd be more, I don't know, established in the world. And I don't particularly feel that way. I still kind of feel like I'm figuring my shit out quite a bit. And I don't know. I guess you just, I maybe it kind of put a stigma on being... 30? Yeah, in your 30s and being, I don't know if old, old isn't the right word for no, it. No, because we're not. No, we're not. But I guess when you're younger, that's what you think, though, because you're like, 10 years, oh my gosh, that's so long. And now I'm like, well, it is what it is. I, I guess this past year, I haven't really even thought about turning 30 too much. Like, I remember my old coworker was just kind of a raging asshole when she turned 30. And I was like, get over yourself. <laughs> it's just 30. Yeah. So everybody, and people make comments, and they're like, oh, you're turning 30, oh no, da, 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 da. and I'm like, whatever. Mm. Like, people told me it's supposed to be easier, so let's, let's do it. <laughs> Your 30s are supposed to be easier. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. It's been a wild 20s. Let's go for the 30s. Oh, man. When I look back at the last decade, and, and all the things that have happened, and all the changes that life has thrown at me and not just not just me but like my family you mean the tidal waves that have come your direction during yeah 20s? 2019 was rough man like i just kept i feel kind of like the chumbawamba song like you just get knocked down oh and you have to get back up again oh no <laughs> now it's gonna be stuck in your head and we can't sing it because we don't have the rights uh Can uh hum it probably not <laughs> But it felt very much like 2019 did not want to let go. That 29 did not want to let go. It was like, hey, you're going to try to get away from me? Okay, I'm going to smash your face into the ground a couple more times. So, I mean, we didn't talk about it a lot on the pod, but I I had a colleague at work pass away at work. Um, My mom had some pretty serious medical conditions going on. Uh, Family drama. Family drama. Intense way. Um, my grandmothers aren't in great house. Like, it just kind of, especially on, like, the last quarter of the year, just kind of kept piling on. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like 2020 so far has been, I mean, the world has lit itself on fire, quite literally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it feels, I don't know, like, the energy has shifted slightly. And I don't, like, the woo part of <laughs> the world... Mm-hmm. I don't discount it completely because I do feel like it it can't have existed this long without there being something that at least makes you feel better, uh-huh. even if it's placebo effect. 
Dead air. Dead air. Well, no. No, so I don't really want, I don't want to change, I don't mean to change the topic. No, you can it's change the topic. Tiny, it's, fine. it's not really a topic change. Please it's shift. maybe a question in the, okay. in this conversation. Speaking of like the woo and stuff and having feelings change and such, have you ever tried um, acupuncture? I have not, but my, so where I switched to do chiropractic, my practitioner does acupuncture. See, that's what um, our therapist just gave us a recommendation for a guy that's, and she's been going to him for like the past 20 years or something like that. Right. And I'm, I'm curious, but also a bit of a disbeliever. And I think mm-hmm. I need to just go try it. I think it's really hard sometimes to keep an open mind when we've been brought up in a Western culture where uh none of that stuff is supposed to be real. Yeah. And that's why I'm so curious about it because, like, for for you, you're under stress constantly with work. It's true. It is. It's true. It's better now than it was. But yes. But then family stressors and, like, just the, the mental burden of this past year and... Of the future, like, we all we all look at the future and just go, oh, my God, because there's just so many things. There's so many factors to it that it, to freak a person out. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, if... So, it makes sense the what she was saying, like, the energies in your body. Like, it does make sense. So, it does make me wonder, like, is that something... We should just go try it sometime. Mm-hmm. And I think I... I I'm not opposed to those types of things. The last time I, I saw my therapist, one of her colleagues had brought in a bunch of crystals. And they, they were in a bowl. Uh-huh. And she's like, just pick one. Mm-hmm. Like She's like, I don't know if it'll help or not. Just pick one. And I was so tired that day because everything had kind of come to a head with my mom and everything had gone well. But I was exhausted because mm-hmm. it was mentally and emotionally exhausting to go through that with her. Um and then there were some other things going on with my little, and I was just drained. Mm-hmm. And I just picked one. It was a like a garnet-looking crystal. It was red. And like as I talked to her, like I was just fidgeting with it. I felt better. Mm-hmm. And when we got done with the session, she looked up what it was, and it was a crystal designed to give energy. Oh, right! I just got like a little <laughs> shiver. Like holy well, that's shit! Weird. And that's the one that I picked right uh-huh. out of this whole bowl. So. I'm not saying we're going to fall completely into the woo bucket, but there is something there, I think. And even if even if it's not able to be scientifically proven, even if it's a placebo effect, it still works in some cases. Do you think it's also some, like, some of it you were able to channel your energies into fidgeting Possibly. with this thing? Possibly. Either way, I felt better. You wonder, though. Like, Either way, really I felt does. better. It doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, what yeah. the causes behind it? Because I didn't mm-hmm. know what the crystal was for before I picked it. I just mm-hmm. picked it out of the bowl because it was a pretty color. Yeah, isn't that interesting though? It is very interesting. Um, the one thing, so I I don't religiously listen to the Girls Girls podcast that is Glow Girl. I don't either. I need to mainly because I, I like them. I, I like them. I like yeah. listening to them. Yeah. So I I listen. They had. Um, one of their guests on, so Aaron Wiley was on that one too, talking about therapy and how you can use those pieces of woo-ness in therapy to start like integrating them all together. So Reiki, 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 Reiki mm-hmm. there we go. Reiki work and energy work and crystals and like how, like again, how you can meet your customers and your your 
patients where they're at, if, if oh. that's something in their life that they really truly believe in and it helps them, mm-hmm. how to have a good enough understanding of it so you can help them. That makes sense. Um, but... I mean, the biggest thing is believing, right? Like, look at all right. the people who believe in God. I mean, not that I'm saying don't completely believe in God, but I definitely am on the edge of believing in God anymore. But everyone who believes in God, like, is it their belief and their power that they're putting towards right. this being that's making it seem more realistic or it making things happen? Like, is it the power that we're putting into things? It's like with ghosts. They say that, like, if you... If you will say, if you say that there is a ghost there and if you talk about it, you're putting your power into that, into that spirit being there and it becomes a thing. And then there was this instance where they were doing that with this one particular ghost at this Stanley Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had debunked the person that they thought it was. And once they stopped calling this entity, that person, the, it just went away. So it, it makes you wonder, like, what, what kind of powers are out there what kind of energy do we put into things that we don't really realize yeah i think the one thing that they talked about on that podcast this last time was around feminine energy and looking at astrology and the coming decade and how much power the feminine is supposed to gain back and claw back in a lot of ways Uh and when you look at traditional um current traditional group religions and how much power they've taken away from women mm-hmm. because Buddhism Can't have a women be a preacher no nope, no nope Christianity Judaism all of them are focusing on the power that is man mm-hmm. and then if you go backwards in history and you look at traditional Greek goddesses or uh-huh. goddesses in, in they were badass other, bitches <laughs> right and The Greeks knew what was up. (laughs) Right. So Athena and Artemis and Hera and those Uh women were powerful. Mm -hmm. Those goddesses were powerful. And when the shift came, they took away the power from the goddesses. Because all of a sudden, you you can't stamp an entire half of the population down by letting them see powerful representations of themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, kind of the shift that we've seen um, in the last few years in, in women finding their voices in ways that historically, trip typically, sorry, typically mean huge shifts are coming. Mm-hmm. So if you look back at the labor uh, movement in the early 1900s, that was caused by women saying enough's enough. Mm-hmm. Like the power that we hold as half the population is huge and we have to realize that and make it make the world something that we want to live in mm-hmm. and not just bow to the powers of patriarchy and you know if you're listening to this and you don't agree with me look up some history of different movements and most of them were started by women whose labor was then erased from history in a lot of ways by the men who you recognize but most of it was started by women so the big shifts in how the culture is started there mm-hmm. you ever wonder about history somebody told me something once or had a clip about history once where it was like something along the lines of history was written by the winners yeah so what it makes you wonder what what do we not know about any of it in the grand scheme of things. I like, think what, huge do we, what do we not know? Yeah. Because when the victors, 
quote-unquote, the victors win, they're going to tell their story so that they look like the good guy. Mm-hmm. But what kind of god-awful things did they do? Yeah. And guys, like, we'll, we'll get into politics later on in the podcast, but I have to tell you that right now the U.S. is not the good guy. Like, in this story, we're not the good no. guy. And no. I mean, I... I he was a bad dude. Like, yeah. he was a bad dude. Yeah, but... But the way everything happened... This is one of those other things that really pisses me off when people are like, well, liberals are are saying um, that... That he shouldn't have been killed? Yeah, and that's, that's not the case. Like, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been killed. I'm saying that the way everything happened shouldn't have happened that Correct. way. Like, do I think the world is going to be a better place without him? Yes, I do, wholeheartedly. But do I think we're going to be in a world of fucking hurt for the way it went down? Yes, completely. Yeah. I think if I if Iran brings the president up with war crime tries, uh, charges, I think we're going to get. He'll, he'll go to the Hague. It was a war crime. It, oh, they just um, they just said uh, this morning too that they are they are wanting to take. I him. deleted Twitter off my phone, so I'm not getting as much news as um, I had been. Reddit is where I was yeah. reading it. Anyway, so we are going to get into some of those things, and <clears throat> if you don't agree with us, you know, no no hate. Like, yeah. the point of good political discourse and good discourse in general is that you can listen to others' opinions as long as, and I will, I will listen to your opinion as long as your opinion is not that some people aren't people. Yeah. So. I have no desire to deal with people who are going to try and tear other people down. Yep. That's, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here for that. Remember we started talking about why why we were scared of our 30s? I, so, my sister said something really interesting as I got closer to my birthday, so around Christmas. Um, she said she was glad to turn 30. She feels like 30 gives her words more weight. You know, there's some truth behind that, because when you're young... Young just, and female, especially. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I definitely agree with that. This conference that I just went to was mainly men. I work in a very male-dominated industry. Yeah, it's like, what show is it where they? And I know it's, I know it's, <clears throat> everything <throat> is like twenty thousand times more intense because it's the, it's a show and that's the point. But it, it's very true how women, you're not allowed to have emotions, you're not allowed to show feelings, you're not allowed to raise your voice, none of those things, because then you're... Then you're hysterical. Yeah. But guys can. Why can guys? How is that even fair? Because that shows Bob can passion. Like, yeah. Bob can, like, flip his shit on people, but if if I do that, oh my you're gosh. You're hysterical. Yeah. Yep. And sorry if my frustrations come out as tears, sometimes that's because everything is just built up so much that I literally cannot get past whatever that frustration is. And I think that's a situation that has been caused by us not being able to express it in any other way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I get very, very mad, it comes out in tears, which makes me more mad and feeds the cycle. Because yeah. then I don't want to be seen as weak. Yeah, I don't want to be seen as crying. I don't want people to see me crying. I don't. But, I mean, in the reality of it, it's not weak. It's just yeah. a human emotion. But, yeah. And I, when she said that... Like, it made me think about some of the ways that I, I go through my, my work day of making sure I, I've prepped everything to the 
nth degree uh-huh. so that I can't find any holes in my argument anymore to make a point. Yeah. Because otherwise I feel like it won't, what needs to happen won't get done because my words don't carry enough weight just on their own. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now coming into this new year at work. Because yeah. I want to make sure everything is planned out. It's immaculate. Yeah, because I don't want to have to answer 20,000 questions by someone who finds it necessary to question every single thing that right. I've done. Like, there's a reason I was hired on to where I was hired on, and mm-hmm. I know I have a lot to learn, but I also need you to know that, like... You know your shit. Yeah, this is what I'm here to do. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, I guess I'm not nearly as nervous about 30 as I was, to be honest. I'm glad. I'm like, glad. Now that I'm there, I'm okay. I could tell there was a, you were a little <laughs> bit worried about it. It's just, I don't know, it was a little nerve-wracking. It is. I mean, it's it's literally your, your life is changing. Like, you're reaching a different decade in your life, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I think my greatest fear is not so much in turning 30 specifically, but growing older in general and feeling like maybe I have lost some important time in my life that I should have done other things with. But I think in have I think that's a healthy fear to have because it's helping me acknowledge that I want to focus more on important things that are going to be memories for the rest of my life. One thing is, as I move through my 20s that really kind of stuck home is, one, the choices that you make form you, but also, like, nothing in a lot of ways is, is, is something that you can't turn back from. I mean, some things, like babies, are permanent, but... Yeah. <coughs> you can't. What's, what's the phrase from Juno? That's when Etch-a-Sketch, you, you can't, can't undoodle you, or something. You, yeah, that you can't just shake loose. <laughs> I should watch that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Um, Man, I really want to watch Juno now. But, the, I, mean, I think the mistakes and the the growth that you make in your 20s kind of leads into your 30s and feeling a little more secure in who you want to be mm-hmm. and kind of cutting the crap out of your life. Mm-hmm. Like in, just for me at least, in my 20s I always felt like this never ending push to try to prove myself and prove my worth. Yeah. And now I'm like, I, girl don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm if, here to get my shit done. Right. And if, do it to the best of my abilities. <laughs> if you don't think that I'm the right person for that, then I, I can't help you. Yeah. Because the expertise that I have and, and the challenges that I can solve are pretty blatantly obvious if you look at the history that I have. Uh-huh. So that's kind of one of the light bulb moments I've had in the last week as I've been 30. <laughs> Been 30 for eight days, guys. <laughs> I knew everything. And I don't even think that's the case. I think the older you get, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a very fair point. Alright, guys, we're gonna wrap up for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back here in a couple weeks with another episode. Uh, like I talked about earlier in the podcast, we're gonna have a try to have a more regular upload, mm-hmm. which means that this will get edited and posted today instead of me waiting. I'm gonna work on our website today because I've not done that in a while. <laughs> so you know, we appreciate you turning tuning in. Um, go ahead and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, because I think this will be pretty indicative of the conversations that we're gonna have coming 
coming at you for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Really more comfortable with where we're at. And if you're out there listening, welcome to the community, man. Yeah. Glad you can join us on this second season because we're not as terrified now. So that's pretty good. (laughs) We don't sound like babies. (laughs) (laughs) Much more comfortable. It's because we're 30 now. We're distinguished. Something like that. It's this raspy voice. (laughs) Have a great week, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.